Now I have a few scripture as well, and one of them that I really like was Proverbs 16:9, and it said, "In his heart, a man plans his course, but the Lord determines his steps." So we don't have to be worried about the outcome. Pray, do a bit every day, and the Lord is directing all of it. His hand is in it. Welcome back to the You Can Homeschool podcast, where Pat Fenner and Tracy Hegerman candidly discuss all things homeschooling the good, the bad, and the brilliant. Go ahead and grab your favorite drink, find a cozy spot, and join this week's lively discussion. Welcome back to You Can Homeschool. I'm Tracy Hagerman, the happy homeschooler, and I'm here once again with the lovely and amazing Pat Fenner. Welcome back and welcome back to school and skyrocket your homeschooling inspiration with our back to school episode. Because I don't know about you, but when I was going to school, I always got so excited about the first day of school and then that was it. (laughs) Got to wear my new clothes, had my new pencils, that, and then I'm like, okay, it's done. Oh, and actually, even before going to school, you know, doing the school shopping. Oh my gosh, I loved all that. That was yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So we want to inspire inspire you today, and instead of giving you tips and tricks and all that stuff that you can get in many of our different episodes, we just wanted this episode to help you think about, you know, what's the big picture? Why are we doing all this? What is all of this for? So we're going to give uh, a number of quotes just sort of back and forth, and um, hopefully something will really inspire you and set the stage for your homeschooling this year. That's right. Think of us as your personal cheerleaders, and we're just cheering you on for another year. There is a, I will do a, leave the link for a more practical back-to-school episode that we did last year. So if you're just looking for uh, boxes to check off, you can go back and listen to that one. But today is going to be like rah-rah team, okay? <laughs> so that's what we're doing. Get us started, Tracy. You all right. Well, start. the first one is from Fred Rogers. Didn't we all love Fred oh, Rogers? Fred, yes. And he said, anyone who does anything to help a child in his life is a hero to me. Oh, and see, that's what you're doing, Mom. You're a hero. Can you imagine being Mr. Rogers' hero? Well, I like, uh, I guess I think to, you know, I'm always all about the attitude and setting a good foundation and everything. And I think Henry Ford, I looked this up because I had, I had attributed this to the wrong person once before. Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you're right. So I want you to embrace and own and really believe in your heart of hearts. Yeah, you can homeschool. You can, this year is going to be a great year. That's not to say there won't be, you know, challenges or problems or little snafus or issues, but overall you're going to get through them and it's going to be a great year. And there is a certain amount of self-fulfilling prophecy that what we, what we tell ourselves tends to uh, often happens, maybe not always happens, but often does. And if we take the attitude that we can homeschool, 
we'll look at problems and challenges in a, in a more optimistic, victorious way. Here's one that's going to light your fire. <laughs> this is by uh, William Butler Yeats said, education is not the filling of a pail, but the lighting of a fire. Ooh, yes. I like that one. Light that fire. And you know, that really too helps us from feeling like being afraid there's going to be learning gaps or feeling like we have to know everything before we teach it and all that. Now, speaking of learning gaps, so I know that some parents worry about that. You know, of course, you want your, your children to be up to date, and we wonder if we're covering the right things. We actually had an episode on that. But here's something to remember, and this isn't a quote from anybody famous. I just kind of came up with this. But realize that uh, learning is a journey, and we're all on that journey. And it's going to look different for everyone, but it is a journey that we all share. And honestly, folks, you, if your kid goes to public school or traditional school, private, Christian, whatever, they're going to have learning gaps anyway. So really, the best thing you can do for your children is to teach them how to learn. We've said this before, too. And then whatever they need to know as their life progresses, they'll know how to conquer. I like this one. The great teacher is not the man who supplies the most facts, but the one in whose presence we become different people. Mm. And you know, that, that word presence, there's so many studies done about parents being present to their children. And even on those worst homeschooling days where nothing seems to get done and mm-hmm. our presence day after day after day with our children are what make them feel confident. They know they're loved. They know that, you know, later on their kids say, boy, you, you taught us all that stuff all those years. They, they recognize it. So that presence that you're having with them, whether it's good day or bad day, it's the, you're there. It's awesome. Mm, wow. Makes such a difference. That's awesome. Yeah, I like that. And that's really easy for us to forget too, especially if we're having a bad day. Sometimes we feel like our presence is detrimental. But your kids have bad days, too, so (laughs) it happens. Okay, uh, sometimes we worry about missing our kids missing out on learning opportunities. And even as we're getting ready to start the new year, uh, I know especially if you're starting a a high schooler, there are a lot of things in high school that have traditionally become kind of rites of passage, you know, first dance or uh, proms at the end of the year. Of course, the ultimate is high school graduation. And, and we worry about them not having those opportunities. And there's really two things that I would say to that. First of all, there's a lot of ways that you can be creative with your family or with a couple other families to make those things happen. We have tons of stories of how that worked in our life. We homeschooled in a little town in southwest Georgia for years and years and years, m- most of our high schooling. And we did our own dances. Actually, the kids planned them. We just kind of oversaw that, but I guess they weren't kids. They were the young adults, the high schoolers planned it, and they were beautiful affairs, absolutely beautiful affairs. So, you know, you can get around what you need to, but the overarching thing that I want you to remember too, though, is what lasts and what's important is often invisible to the eye. And so we worry about proms and football games and things like that, and God looks at character. God looks at our heart. And let me tell you, as we, I was doing work preparing for the Empty Homeschoolness Blueprint, and I've been talking to employers and asking them, you know, what are some things that you see are missing in, in business, the business world and things like that? 
And overwhelming, I hear again, it's character, character, work ethic, uh, honesty, being able to, uh, you know, follow through with what you say you're going to do. I mean, those are things that are not academics. They're not where did you go to school? They're not what degrees you have. So what, uh, what lasts is often invisible to the eye. So don't worry about all that stuff. Well, okay. Did we plan this? No. But the next quote I have just like sums that up. It says a hundred years from now, it will not matter what kind of car I drove, what kind of house I lived in, how much money I had in the bank, but the world may be a better place because I made a difference in the life of a child. That makes me cry. Yeah, <laughs> I think the name of the person is Forrest Whitcraft. Huh. I'm not sure who that is, but that, those are wise words. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like that image of, you know, when you throw a pebble in the water and you have the ripples. I mean, really what we're doing is kind of violent. I'm not throwing rocks at my kids, okay? But, you know, <laughs> but we are making, you know, our efforts and our intentions will make a difference in ways we will that will outlive us even yeah robert robert frost said i am not a teacher but an awakener Ooh, because our kids all come with talent skills and i've always looked at it as our job is to help them figure out what gifts god's given them and then how to utilize those gifts to serve god's purposes and for their purpose in the world so i'm not a teacher but an awakener that that one just hits it on the head. That one hits it on the head. That's a quotable. I'll tell you, that one will transform your school year. If you take that one to heart, that you are not, you know, you're not filling buckets. You are just waking. Oh, my gosh. And let me tell you, back to that homeschooling high school, that is where you really see that because, you're, I mean, you see it all the time, you know, when, you're, when your kids are young and it's fun. But when you are homeschooling high schoolers and you take that attitude that you're awakening, helping them become awake to their gifts and talents and bents and, you know, what their strengths and even weaknesses. I mean, we all have them and need to accommodate them as well. That's so exciting because you can have these exciting conversations with them and really get, help them get enthused about their future because this this age you know is sometimes really stressful for them that you know what am I going to do in life what's what's my adulthood going to look like yeah I love that I love yeah. that Tracy that's great I have so many good ones here I've got yes, another one you do. the test of a good teacher is not how many questions he can ask his pupils that they will answer readily but how many questions he inspires them to ask him, which he finds it hard to answer. Oh, girl, let's just like, that's a mic drop. <laughs> well, you know, and I think about it, our job, again, is to bring them, like their skills are going to surpass us in so many areas because we all have different skills. Right. And that's the beauty of it. We don't have to know all the answers. We just have to spark them, spark them, just direct them, guide them, encourage them. I don't know. It's good. And I, I hope that helps you. I'll tell you, um, when I was started with high schoolers, I was terrified of, I could go up to algebra, I can handle algebra, and I can do biology. But that's freshman year in high school, folks. <laughs> you know? And I was terrified of things like, you know, chemistry and calculus and ugh. but you don't have to know it all so that's that's good I mean I I still hear people say boy you homeschooled you must be smart how do you know all that I was like no I just knew who to who to 
incorporated, passed things off, you know, to, to, for my kids to learn from, people who were able to t- tackle those subjects. But, yeah. yeah. Now, I should give credit to where credit's due. That one was by Alice Wellington Rollings. And I'm going to repeat it because it's so good. Yes. The test of a good teacher is not how many questions he can ask his pupils that they will readily answer, but how many questions he inspires them to ask him, which he finds it hard to answer. Well, that's all we need. Come on. That's, yeah, that's it. Okay. Well, we hope you fit now. <laughs> because, you know, when those, when those times come up, that's the opportunity. Don't just throw your hands up in the air and say, well, I, I can't answer it. That's the time then you say, I don't know the answer to that. Let's, let's go find it together. And then you're actually like learning with your kids. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that, guys, let me tell you, there's nothing better. They're really, it's, it's pretty awesome. Well, you know, when you teach your kids to walk and they walk that first time and there's such a joy and a celebration, homeschooling is like that. You will experience those aha moments because you're there with them when they pass those stumbling blocks. So they, they come and they're, and they're not just once in a while. You will, sometimes you'll just sit back and look at where your kids were and where they are. And you'll just think, how did that happen? Like, like, how did that happen in this mess of a house? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, don't even. (laughs) Yeah. You just take one step at a time because it really doesn't, although it feels like it happens overnight, it doesn't. It's it's a series of steps. And there's a a wonderful illustration for that that my husband actually shared uh, with me one time. Okay, we'll get back to that conversation in just a minute. Friends, if you've benefited from or been blessed by our homeschool conversations, Tracy and I would like to encourage you to swing by our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash YCH podcast, and consider becoming a monthly member. We have gifts and freebies, early access, bonus content, things like that available for you when you sign up. You can visit the page and, and take a look. Your support will help us keep these conversations going so that we can continue encourage homeschool moms on the journey. So that's patreon.com backslash YCH podcast. And I thank you in advance for prayerfully considering for. And now back to our episode. And my my son was kind of stuck. One of our sons was was kind of stuck on what what to do next, what his next step was. And so he wasn't he was kind of not doing anything. You know, he's playing a lot. It was a, it was at, when he was in high school and he was doing a lot of video games and kind of just like goofing off because he was overwhelmed, honestly. And my husband said, "You know, it doesn't matter what step you take. You just have to take a step." It's like being in a sailboat. If you if you have a, if you're in a sailboat and the sails are down, you don't you just drift. But if you put the sails up, the wind can fill your sails and direct where you need to go, direct you where you need to go, and you can guide your your boat. But you, it needs the winds. And so what you're doing right now is keeping the sails down. I love that image of being in a sailboat and having the wind blow your sails, and then. And then you can, you know, kind of guide it and direct it and work together with the Lord. But if you're just sitting there dead on the water, you're not going anywhere. And, and when those sails fill and your child finds their thing or two, you will fly across that water. Absolutely. And that is just the most amazing ride to experience with your kids. I've got yes. another one here. <laughs> the best teachers... Sorry, the best teachers are those who show you where to look, but don't tell you what to see. That's a good one. And 
And I'm thinking sometimes we have kids who have learning disabilities or, you know, we let's say we struggle with a certain subject and our kids really struggle with it, so we're both frustrated. Mm-hmm. Well, this one by uh, Robert John Meehan, he says, it shouldn't matter how slowly some children learn as long as we are encouraging them not to stop. Mm. The pace oh. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's so true. I think we get sucked into that because when you know, if we've come from a traditional school setting or uh, our kids, you know, have been that you, you always have the standardized tests and keeping everybody to, on target and all that stuff. We're indoctrinated with that, you know, we're, we're, that's drilled into us. And uh, it's not really realistic. Yeah, no. that's good. Well, one thing. So here's I have another one that you want to keep in mind. This is another Henry Ford. Wow, that's interesting. He was I wouldn't call him a philosopher, but he said some pretty smart things. So when you come to those times during the year that you're feeling a little frustrated and feeling like you might be butting head with, heads with your, your kid or with a challenge, with a problem, um, I love this one. When and everything seems to be going against you, remember the airplane takes off against the wind, not with it. Mm. So sometimes challenges are what will allow us or enable us to rise above what we're doing. I Leading. like that one. Very good uh, visual image to remember, help, mm-hmm. help you remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, now I have a few scripture as well, and one of them that I really like was Proverbs sixteen nine, and it said, "In his heart, a man plans his course, but the Lord determines his steps." Mm. I love that. So we don't have to be worried about the outcome. We don't have to be worried. We we just pray, do a bit every day. You know, sometimes it's fun, sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's difficult, but just go through. Everybody does their best every day, and we don't have to worry because the Lord is directing all of it. His right. hand is in it. Yeah. That's so freeing. And, and that doesn't mean that it's not—I love that scripture because it's not saying don't plan. It's not saying planning is wrong. You know, you, you can really get almost— too much of the, sometimes with the unschooling and not do any planning, and that's not that's not really good either. You know, the the ideal situation is when you're discovering your children's uh, learning styles and interests and all that stuff, and then planning things that fit into that. So you are still planning, but much like that uh, boat. This is a mixed metaphor here, <laughs> but uh, you know, once you start doing something, God can direct it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Benjamin Franklin said, tell me and I forget, teach me and I remember, involve me and I learn. Mm, yes, yes, that's a, that's a good sales line for uh, hands-on learning when your kids are young, doing it. And also, I just want you, want you to remember, too, um, again, I, I just, I guess a lot of, I'm just thinking about it, a lot of things I'm sharing today are to hopefully gird you against the inevitable frustration that you will come up with because, hey, this is life. So it's not necessarily because homeschooling's hard. It's just because life's hard. But th- there's something that I want you to remember, and it's not a saying, but I want you to kind of remember the concept that feelings are different than, than reality very often. And so this particularly for me applies 
there were times when I was feeling like I was letting my kids down and feeling like a failure, feeling like this is just too hard. I can't do this, which is very different from the reality. Like I, I wasn't a failure. If you get up and get going the next day, that automatically takes you out of failure status because you're just trying again. Uh, you're not failing your kids. You're showing them, teaching them persistence. You're teaching them resilience. You're teaching them how to get up and move forward even when you feel like staying curled up under the covers in the bed. That's a, that's an excellent reminder. Yeah. Excellent reminder. Okay, I've got to put in a Dr. Seuss. Cause, oh, you know, good. The more you read, the more things you will know, the more that you learn, the more places you'll go. Yeah. <laughs> Is it? That's from... That's from the, oh the places you'll go I think yeah I think so yeah yeah oh I love that book I got a Dr Seuss too I like I I love Dr Seuss he's a wonderfully wise philosopher <laughs> yeah, I love all his books I just like all the rhyming and if it wasn't for Dr Seuss and my mother I would not be reading today yeah. because I had so much trouble and she wanted me to read nonsensical words so I would actually focus on having to sound out the words because right. a lot of his words are nonsensical. Yes. And then it gave me such a love of reading but I spent one summer my mom would be taking out Dr. Seuss books from the library and just working with me working and it finally clicked and it took mm -hmm. me a long time. I'm glad she worked with me and I'm very thankful for Dr. Seuss so it made it fun. <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm a Dr. Seuss, Seuss follower. <laughs> well, his, the quote I have for him, from him is, be who you are and say what you feel, because those who mind don't matter, and those who matter don't mind. Oh, yeah, I like that one. How did he come up with all those, eh? So creative. It's Unbelievable. Amazing. I know. He's just, yeah, he was amazing. Amazing. Now, one of the things that I'm a huge, huge proponent on in homeschooling in the early years, but also all the way through is reading. If, if anyone's mm -hmm. read my book, The Happy Homeschool, you, there's a whole section on reading. And I'm so like reading, 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 and then reading, 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 reading. Yes, right. <laughs> one from Mark Twain, and he says, a person who won't read has no advantage over one who can't read. So if you're thinking, should we read this book aloud or should we do this? I'd always say go for the book. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, well, I would. It, to me, it depends with the do this. If it's something building or constructing, or, or maybe going outside. Well, yeah, you know, Tracy is so. But the book does. <laughs> I know. I, I can't tell you how many times I found my daughter reading her book in a tree, just high enough oh. that I didn't know where she was. And I would be going around <laughs> looking for her, and she'd be up there with her nose in a book. Carol, well, our, <laughs> our favorite thing was we would we would take out. We had a thick, uh, like a quilt kind of blanket you know and we'd stretch it out on the lawn under the tree and we'd read outside too because it's just it's so nice you know oh, doing that and yeah we'd usually bring drinks and snacks too of course you know you gotta you gotta have all that stuff okay so this one I have this one is from the uh, great philosopher modern day philosopher Steve Martin which you know I'm I don't is know. he the comedian? He's the comedian, okay. yes. <laughs> but apparently he's, nah, he's said some pretty good stuff. So this one I love, and I think it's really hysterical coming from him. But he says, thankfully, persistence is a great substitute for talent. <sighs> because he says he doesn't feel like, or he said that he didn't feel like he was talented, really, but he was determined to be a success, and so he just kept at it. Wow. So, um, wow. Yeah. A teacher nourishes the soul of a child for a lifetime. Mm. But I think you're right. I think it's more the ripple effect. Now, that one was unknown, but I think it's the ripple effect. I think it's more than a lifetime because... I do too. 
we impact future generations. You don't know how far your yeah. effect is going to go. Anyways, I, I think to me, that's just a beautiful thing to think about. On a good day. <laughs> but, but I think the real, reality is, you know, in relationships, as you, you know, get older, get married, whatever, you're going to have those trying times. Yes. And it's what did you learn from home during those time, times? How do you respond? How do you, you know, I, I think because our kids see us 24-7, and if we're, if we're praying and we're striving every day to be the best version of ourselves, and mm-hmm. sometimes we're ugly, we're not that great, but our kids see us striving, then the reality they come to is, okay, there are ugly times in our life, but how am I going to react to it? What am I going to do? What's the best thing I can do in this scenario? So I don't think that's a bad thing. Right. Yeah. No, I think that's good. We were, you and I actually were both attending a, a conference recently. Of course, it was online, but, and there was a saying, and I, I don't remember, maybe you might remember how they worded it, but, but it was, I, I haven't failed. I've had opportunities to learn or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I like that, like looking at uh, our mistakes and our the things we do wrong or feel like we've done wrong or whatever aren't, what did we learn from the step, step back? And think about what we've learned from that rather than just beat ourselves up or feel guilty or whatever. Yeah. And well, Albert, uh, Albert Einstein said, anyone who has never made a mistake has never tried anything new. Like ooh. that's, that's one of his. Um, yeah. And, and I think that's exactly what you're getting at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, yeah. we, we are going to make mistakes. Yeah. So be it. So just <laughs> learn from them, you know, because it's so easy to beat ourselves up front yeah. for them instead. And then you haven't, you're not learning anything either. Yeah. And how many times, you know, learning to ride a bike, did we, whoa, this is going, oh, we fall over, scrape our knee. Did we stop? No, we wanted to ride that bike. We wanted to feel that wind in our hair. We wanted to get it. So Love bike riding. that's, that's, you know, that's learning. That's mm-hmm. learning. That is, that is. Well, the last one I have uh, is there is a proverb, how the Lord will give us the desires of our heart. And when I first heard it years and years ago, I always thought that that was if I prayed enough or if I worked hard or if I was a good enough person or something like that, that God would give me whatever I wanted. And then, um, you know, there was a, as I grew and was in Bible studies and things like that, I heard the other turn on that, which is that God will actually place in your heart desires that are pleasing to Him. So He will give them to you, the desires of your heart. And I think any of you that are homeschooling, uh, if you're homeschooling, your your heart's desire is for your child's best. If you're a, a Christian homeschooler, it's also to fulfill what you believe God is calling you to do. And that is an awesome desire to have. Those are awesome desires to have. And I just want to encourage you that God can do a wonderfully remarkable thing in and through you that mm-hmm. will, like we mentioned with the ripples, uh, affect generations to come. And I think I wanted to end off with um, Isaiah 41.10. It says, so do not fear. Mm. I'm going to say that again. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Mm. We're not alone. Mm. God has his hand in it. It's... And... And if he's just for think, us, who can be against us, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't know if anything spoke to you today. I hope it did. And if it might be nice to um, take a couple of these quotes or scripture and maybe just print them out 
and maybe have your kids each select one or two they can print out and then maybe color around it or something and have it posted near their desk or in their room or wherever that they'll see it to help them remember too when they're having those rougher days that um, you know just reminders for ourselves that this is an adventure homeschooling is an adventure yes so adventures always have things that we don't expect mm-hmm. obstacles but it, but when we come back from a trip or a vacation that you know never goes exactly how we want how do we look at it we think we had a great time oh we never expected this to happen remember when we got poor in the pouring rain or whatever it's an adventure and you get to travel those roads with your kids and yeah. to me that is the ultimate privilege mm, absolutely so absolutely. may god bless you this year and May you become a happy homeschooler. Homeschooling can be fabulous. You can do it. Enjoy it. Yes. And we're going to leave on that. We will talk to you next week. Have a great school year. Well, that wraps up another episode of the You Can Homeschool podcast. Thanks for joining us for another Candid Conversation. For more information on life-changing books, courses, and coaching services, or if you have a homeschooling topic you'd like to hear discussed in a show, check our show notes for how to reach out to Pat and Tracy. 